Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, July 13th. Actually, July 14th. Let me get that right. And we're going to have a pretty decent day up here in the Northwest. You know, could be some sunshine and everything. But what I'm going to go into today, and I hope you're all having a good morning on the wake up to coffee, you know, the little breakfast, uh, you know, getting ready for work, riding to work. Um, we're going to talk about some real stuff. And the topic today is going to be casino and addiction. How many of you, how many of you know about the casino and have been? A whole bunch of us have been. I've been. You know, I got stuck there for a little while. Um, you've been stuck there for a little while. Some of you got out. Spending all that money. Spending all that money. And... You, you go in there feeling lucky. Let's talk about how you feel when you go. Maybe it's your first, second, third time. And you got a hundred bucks, fifty bucks, two hundred bucks, and your friend's been telling you about the casino for quite a while, over a year. And now you say, okay, it sounds fun. I got nothing to do. Let's go on to the casino. Okay, you get free coffee, free water, free drinks. You know, not alcoholic drinks. You pay for those. But you do get free everything else, like soda and, you know, orange juice and, you know, so whatever they got. You're going to get it for free. But while you're doing that, you're spending your money. And you put the first $20 in there. You go in there feeling really lucky. Say, well, today, you know, this, this, this is my day. This is my day. And you go, you know, and that $20 is gone in five minutes. And then you pull out some more. You put out another 20 because that's only the beginning, you know. I'm going to try it again and see if it'll jump start. See if I can kick something off. Get a couple of bonuses. Yeah. You made $12, 30, maybe 30 You know, so you keep on going. And you keep on playing. And you think this is going to work out in my behalf. Because I'm feeling good today. Okay. You go play another machine later on. You're drinking some more. But there's a lot of factors with this casino shit. You go in there. You, you Most of you, you know you ain't supposed to go there. Because you really don't have the extra $200 to spend. That's part of your rent money. You go anyway. You got some bills like electricity, utilities, your phone bill, uh, need gas. You go there and you do all these things without even considering those things that you need. And you're feeling great when you walk in. You know, you say hi to a couple people, you're kind of smiling, you're looking maybe fly, maybe just, you know, got some jeans on, whatever. But you're feeling good. But this casino man will take you for a loop. Loopity loop loop. And then you're going every morning or every night after work, you know, on the weekends. You're going to the casino. You're stuck. You get stuck on the casino. 
because it's just crazy like that. It's very addictive and addicting. It's uh, it'll shed, it'll change your life, um, real fast. Car payments, you know, you go in there feeling good. At the end, you walk out with your head down and digging in your pockets and seeing if I, you might go to the machine, put the card back in there, and see if I got another twenty dollars in there, because you got to use the machine. And take out at least 20 and give you fives and tens. You know, so. Or, you might just run across the street because you ran out of money. Go down the street to a big store. Buy something. Use your uh, credit card or debit card to get some more money. You do every, you, you borrow money. You talk to people. You see your friends in there. You're not doing well. You're borrowing money. Or, they see you and they're doing good and they borrow money from you. It's a, it's a round and around the clock. It never closes. It's always open. You can always go there and get some free coffee. <laughs> you can get some free water. I mean, hey, man. You can do all these things. That's good. You could dance. You have the dance floor up there somewhere. You know, like you go and you and your honey, you know. Go kick it for a little bit. You just gonna have a good night. But you're going to a casino. Everything you do that night is in the casino. You see other people win. You're walking around looking for a machine. You stop. You look at these people, and when you're, if you're that person that's winning, and you hear a machine dingling, you know, and then you roll again. It's really hot. You know the machine's hot. You know you get that feeling. You say, "Geez, this is about to hit." You know so. You just keep on playing, and, and then you got like 10 people behind you because you already made it up to $780. And then the next spin, you got over 800 Now you're in a bonus, and it just keeps on calculating, going up. Before you know it, you got $2,300. When it's all said and done, everybody's standing around you. They really hope that you get you when a lady comes to check your machine and you know, check your ID, see if you're going to pay your uh, taxes now or see if you're going to pay your taxes later. Well, then that's what you can do. And the other people are standing. Then you always got one or two people hanging around you because you want. And you hope they give you some money. Five or ten dollars because you was good luck because you were standing there. You know, or you could be the winner too. But let's still talk about the people who are watching you. And they, you know, they sit there and you, you go cash out your ticket. You come back, you put that money in your purse, put it away, your wallet or your pants pocket or coat or whatever. You put it up and you take out another hundred dollars because I'm ahead right now. And you put that hundred dollars in there and it hits off. It's doing pretty good at the start. But then it all of a sudden just drops. And now your 100 that went up to 175, this is after you won big. It's down to like $22. And you cannot understand it. So you take that $22 out of there. And you go over to the next machine. It might be next to you. It might be across the other side of the casino on another row. But you go somewhere else and I'm not going to lose all my money. You know, I got 
$2,200 still in my pocket. I'm not going to lose none of my money. So you take that $20 ticket out. And the two people, don't forget, there's one or two people looking at you, hoping you hit. So then you took that ticket out, it's $22 and some change. So you go ahead and you give it to one of the people that are there. Some people are nice like that because they know they got a couple thousand, so they go ahead and give you $22. Now you just made that person stretch out their addiction too because they should have went home because they was broke watching you. But they don't. They watch you and hope somebody gives them some money. Walk, even after you spend $1,500, $300, you're going to walk around hoping I see somebody that I know that might loan me $20, $40, you know. At least 20 or 10, I can get started again. Start that feeling, you know, of euphoria. Spinning them wheels in the casino. And it's not just, uh, it's not just slot machines. They got tables in there too. Play 21, blackjack, poker. I mean, you know, three card, five card, whatever the heck it is. They got it. And, you know, you could do the, uh, the spinning wheel thing, you know. I'm not totally adept in all the names about it because I've been to the casino, but I forgot what they call that. That's the wheel that spins and they got this one little ball. You got all these fill up with all these numbers. And the table, it's got all these numbers. People betting on that number is going to fall, that ball going to fall on that number. What are the chances that that ball is going to fall in that red or black number that you pick? It's not very good. It's probably a 2% chance that you're going to hit that. And every now and then a lucky person hits that 2%. And they hit it kind of good. depends on how much you played with. How much you started. There's all kind of ways to win and lose at the casino. But getting addicted to the casino... Where everything you do every day, you get a break and all the kids are asleep, I'm running out, you know. I got to get back in the morning for them to go to school. So you do that. Or I'm running to the grocery store, I'm going to stop at the casino real quick. Instead of taking a half an hour to the grocery store, you now take two hours. Because you're running to the casino real quick. Some of you own stores and you got nice houses and you're married, you've been married for 22 years. You know, just, just just for instance, you're so stuck on a casino, you go there every day, every freaking day, and, and your husband's like, well, what's going on with the money? Well, I, I just trying to, okay, sometimes your husband's trying to help, you know, hope you get it to your brain to stop spending so much money. So now he starts putting his whole paycheck in your account after about six months of you freaking out at the casino. So he's not putting as much. You just got your little money coming in. You don't get to spend his too. And, and you go back and you go back and you go back and you're always there. You know, it's just like, it's like a secret society of people blowing their fucking lives and their money in the casino and the natives are getting rich yes they are getting filthy rich and 
you know, you don't even have to go to Vegas no more. They can't get enough employees right now anyway. Well, that's because the part of the it's because of the pandemic. They're not ready to go to work because they're getting enough money. But anyway, you know, in September they'll be back in Vegas working because you're gonna have to have some money coming in. Uh, uh, you know, the casino. It's a. You think you're doing great because you won two thousand dollars. You went and bought a couple of new things, but you didn't pay no fucking bills. Oh, you went and paid one bill. Oh, my rent. I got to pay my rent. I got $2,000. I won, you know. So I got to go pay my rent. You know, my car You know, my car payment, That that's that's 1500 of your 2000 right there. Because you didn't pay, you didn't, you know, you owe it. And you're behind, so there's probably a fee on that bill. Because you didn't pay on time because you've been spending your fucking money at the casino. It's insane. It's really insane. Um, I, in my days at the casino, a lot of times I spent watching somebody, like my girlfriend that went, because she had more money than me. And I'd be on the sidelines watching, running, get her coffee every now and then, hoping every now and then she might hit like a $100 win, and she'll reach over, and she'll, you know, she'll say, oh, go cash that ticket for me. And then she'll give me 5 or $10. You know, so I've been that dude. And I'd been there when I had money, too. And then somebody else was doing the same thing with me. I've done it. It doesn't lead to nothing. Do you know how many thousands of dollars I spent there in my little six or seven year run? It was incredible. You're like, geez, man, I could have had a new car. Casino is taking it from you. It's taking your, you're taking your life from you. Sucking up every dollar you got like a magnet. You drive there, your head is your brain is dead head on on the freeway, and wherever you drive to to get there, you are dead head on that. You are going there, ain't nothing gonna stop you. That's how addiction at the casino gets really bad. I um, I want to say that we need to start doing more. To help some of these people, there needs to be more commercials about gambling than there are commercials about casinos. Because it's costing people their life. People are losing their whole livelihood going to the casino, they're selling their stores. I've heard, I've been, you know, like my six, seven year run, maybe long, maybe longer. I'm kind of guessing on that. But I, I've been through, been through there where. There's people that talk, I played I play cheetah. I don't know, that's what I used to play. It was a great game because you can get five cheetahs and then you end the bonus. You know, that's great. And you get, uh, well, it depends on how many spins you get. You might, if you hit the jackpot, well, if you get the five cheetahs, you're going to get 50 spins. If you hit three cheetahs, then you go into the bonus and then you might get 50, 60, $100, only 20. You might, you know, you might only get win ten, you know. But that's what it's about. It's exciting to think that you might win all this money. But ninety-five percent of the time, you don't. You just can't figure it out. It's so easy to stick a dollar in the machine and push a button for whatever you know, forty cents spin, twenty-five cents spin. 
you know, dollar spend. They got five dollar spends. I mean, you know, you put twenty in there, and you're on a five dollar spend to hit it big. But that's only four spends. What are the chances a machine is going to bank you with hundreds and thousands on just four spins? Chances ain't good. Your chances of winning as soon as you walk through the door are five, two percent. No, not five. Some people, I grew up to five because some of the smart ones, they know how to lead, but it doesn't always work that way. You don't always leave with your with some money, but if you go in there and you want a hundred, hundred, fifty, or you know even fifty bucks, forty bucks, you are good because you started with twenty or forty. So, you know, so leave. But your addiction is so strong you can't leave. It's a damn shame, America. You need to watch what you're doing with your money. How many of you spent your stimulus checks? Straight out to casino because they were one of the first people to open. The casinos were. How many of you spent that whole check, the second and the third, at the casino? Didn't win a goddamn dime. How you feel? Shameful? Head down between your legs when you walk out? I mean, it's embarrassing. It's an addiction. Yeah, you sound like they got music in there while you're playing. Or you can have your headphones in your ear. You know, your little earpiece or your headphones. You can, you can do that. But what's happening is you're getting so excited just being there and being out. Now, I'm talking about a lot of people who never go out to clubs and they don't go out to dinner. They, they, know, they never really even did it. Now, the casino's here. You can eat at the casino. They got restaurants too. So you can go up in there and have a, you know, you can grub when you win. You know, that's kind of smart. If you win, go get you a great dinner, you know, get grab something this, something that. But try to hold lots of some money. Don't leave the casino broke. You know, buy something that's worth it. Get a good meal out of it. You know, stop in the middle when you have your $100 that you're losing. You know, stop around 50 or 60, go grab something to eat. Then maybe come back and play, but don't go there and come out broke because 97% of you, 98, you go in and you come out broke. But some of you say you still had fun. Really? You still had fun losing $500, $200, you had fun doing that? Okay. Well, maybe you got a lot of money, so money don't matter to you. But regardless, you're filling up to casino people's pockets by spending all your hard-earned money in there. Some of it ain't hard-earned. Some of it came from your, your, your husband dying, your, your wife dying, your, your grandma, your granddad, or whatever. You know, you got money somewhere. Now you're just, you're already in a depression kind of state because somebody passed away. So you just go to the casino and you just push buttons. I mean, there's so many, there's thousands of machines in these casinos. I mean, listen, you know, they got a whole row of tables and, and shit, a section of that. And, you know, they got the little bars around different different sections and different spots where you can go self, 
you know, self-serve yourself with coffee and, and water and soda. Yeah, they got that. There's different stations all over the place. It's so big, it's like a little city. And there's thousands of cars outside parked. Thousands at every casino. Thousands, hundreds, of th hundreds to thousands of cars parked outside. Everybody's coming there spending money. Or now they got cards, you know. You, you could win if you depend on how much you play. You might earn some money on your little card, you know. And that might get you $20, $40, $50, you know. I know a place you can get up to 80, 80, 60, 80 uh, to $90 a week, maybe 100 depending on how much you play. You're going to come in there on one certain day, Saturday night at midnight, or Saturday night at 10, whatever, I forgot. But you're going to use that card at that time to get the money. They give you that money once a week. Once a week. So everybody is going to be there. And, and their brothers and sisters, their sons, their daughters, you know, they're going to be there on that day to collect the money that they've been spending for all these weeks. You get some of that, probably 10%, 15, maybe 20. That's not a whole lot. That's not even near what you spent. But you go in there and you lose your freaking mind and you're having fun. You drink alcohol and coffee and shit and you win a little bit. And you think you're on top of the world. But that shit gets taken from you when you start spinning again. You gotta you gotta stop when you win. Or just don't go to the casino. The casino will take your money. It will take your life. It will take your your relationship, man, woman. It will take your marriage. You will lose your kids. You will lose your car, your store, your house, your apartment. You're looking like a rag dog because you ain't bought no new clothes in over a year. You will lose everything if you start going to that fucking casino. It is not fucking good at all. It'll destroy your life while you're sitting there hoping you win. The chances are, you are not going to win at the casino. You know, you ever heard of the law of averages? Well, let's talk a little bit about that. The law of averages, it means you are not going to win most of the time. <laughs> it means you are going to lose most of the time. Or stay somewhere around the 50 50 percent or less mostly less and a lot of you go to zero the law if you're up here in the beginning the law of averages start to come down because you started on the top and you hit a jackpot or you hit something big a big bonus you know so you're feeling greater than you did when you walked in because you think you won but what's gonna happen is you're gonna spend that fucking money again and then the law of averages is going to catch you because once you start to top, the law of averages is coming to get you and it's going to break that shit back down to the middle or less. But most of you don't realize the law of averages because either you weren't taught in school or you didn't listen. There is a, the same thing with cards and everything else. It's the law of averages. Most things come out to average. 
which means no, you're not going to win a lot of money when you start at top. And when you walk in the door, you're not going to win anyway, but you don't know it. You won two weeks ago. You're probably not going to win again for a while. And it ain't, might not be that big. It might be the $2,000 hit you had or the 5000 Every now and then you hear about a five dollars $10,000 winner. But that's rare. Those are the 1% or 2% that win. The other 98, 97 of you, you don't win. And you know this. But you keep going back to the casino anyway. How addictive. It's like, it's like being addicted to a drug when you're addicted to the casino. I mean, it's like, you know, I hate to say it's the same thing as smoking crack. Because you never get enough. You understand? You never get enough. You just go back and get some more. As soon as you got some money in your pocket, ding, 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 ding. Your brain starts to calculate how much I can win at the casino. If you're smart, you take a hundred, you know, you got two hundred dollars, well take fifty. Take seventy-five if you really that sprung, you got to go. Leave some money at home. Don't take it all. That's dumb shit. The addiction is so powerful. I'd like to see the government get more uh, get more interlined with how bad it is with the people. It's not just a pandemic. You know, it's a whole bunch of shit why people are broke. Casino is a big part of that. What part of people being broke do you think the casino has something to do with that? Jeez. I'd say well over 60 or 70% because of casino because it's such a secret. You know, nobody finds your car because it's a big-ass parking lot. And, you know, you don't usually find a car. You might. You keep running around there. You're that, you're that stuck on that person. Then you might find a car. But you get so stuck like Chuck and, and you just can't leave. You know, it's just like somebody calls you and you answer your phone. Sometimes your phone works. Most of the phones don't work in the casino. It's a fact. And if you wonder why, well, that's why. <coughs> Excuse me. So, don't go get stuck in the casino habit of life. Because that will break you and spit you out and kick you out the door. You know? I mean, it's nothing nice. And you know there's millions of you. Millions of you out there addicted to the casino. Stop it. You're losing your livelihood. You're losing your family, your marriage, your store. You're losing all these things. Because of the fucking casino. Yeah, it's a, you know, if you was, if you had control of your mind, then maybe you could go every now and then and have some fun. But when you start, the first time you win, I'm going to tell you this, 
before we get off the air. The first fucking time you win, you are stuck. You will go back to the casino because you won. Might be your first, second, third, or fifth time. You're going back. Because you won and you're always going to go back because you always think you're going to win. It's like a dingleberry in your brain that keeps saying ding, 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 ding. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit today. Oh, it's my birthday. It's going to hit. My birthday tomorrow. Uh, everything's going in my favor because of my birthday. Christmas coming up. You know, Thanksgiving, I need to go win some money. Well, casino is not where you are going to win some money. More than likely, you are going to lose your life. Every dime in your pocket at the casino. And then when you sit there broke, let me finish on this. You will dig in your purse or dig in your pockets and see how much change I got. Oh, I got $2.83, so let me go cash that in. Get a ticket and try one more time. But you don't have no gas in your fucking car. Dumb, right? Stop being dumb and stop going to casinos so fucking much. It's fucking up your life. Stop it. It's like crack. It's the same fucking scenario. Every fucking day, every dollar goes to crack and casino. So stop it. It's asinine and stupid. I love you all for listening. But let's be smarter. This is truth and reality, this show. And it will stay truth and reality because I just told you the truth again about the casino. The addiction is powerful. Stay out of that shit. Have a nice day. And I'll see you again on Friday at 8 a.m. Good morning, everybody. Friday, July 15th. Um, we're going to talk about how are you all doing today? You got your coffee and your little breakfast snack and stuff like that? You ready to roll? Well, let's talk. Let's hear about the Karens, quote, unquote. The Karens. I mean, it seems, that, it seems to be these... Uh, It seems to be these uh, Karens that are out there kind of racist all deep inside. So I'm going to go back to 2020 when it first started. There was a black man at a park. I believe it was the spring or fall of last year. My memory kind of serves me wrong. I've had a brain tumor. But anyway, I know it happened because I saw it. So there's a black man at a park, and he, he's a bird watcher. Kind of odd, right? Because you don't see black men watching birds all around the country. I mean, it's very few. But anyway, so she walks in the park. Her, first of all, her dog's not on a leash. Her dog is not on a leash. And she's asking him. She's about 10 or 15 feet away. She says, what are you doing here? He says, I'm bird watching like I always do. She says, well, you can't be here. He says, yes, I can. And, you know, he keeps on watching birds. So then she starts freaking out. No, you, you need to leave. You need to get out of here. You need to leave. So she gets on the phone. 
and they're going back and forth with jibs and jabs. And then she gets on the phone and starts calling the police. She starts telling the police, he's assaulting me. Please hurry, he's assaulting me. He's, he's hurting me. He's assaulting me. So he got the phone. The bird watcher has his phone recording her saying this dumb shit. And so after all said and done, you know, probably a couple of two or three months later, it goes viral, not only on the news and pot, you know, people's phones and TikTok and all this other stuff. It goes viral. Turns out she got fired or or released from her job or she got demoted because she acted a fool and doesn't represent the company. So you Karens out there, get your act together. We're, we came here just like you. We was born into this country. All of us right now were born into this country. What do you mean what are we doing here? That is not the question, lady. And all you other Karens that might be out there. So let me move on to another Karen episode I saw around Christmas or Thanksgiving and Christmas last year, maybe right after Christmas or, you know. But anyway, they're at the hotel. It's a black man and his black son. And this young white lady, she's about 19, 20, 20-something. 20 she comes up and starts arguing, trying to snatch the phone out the little boy's hand. I think he's about 14. So she, he got a phone just like the phone she lost. Or she left it somewhere. So she tried, she causes all this havoc, snatches the phone, and, and you know, does all these things. I guess they get the phone back. Um, she is flipping out, tripping real hard about this phone that she left in a taxi. And she think a black man with his son stole that from her because she can't find it. What did they do? Uh, they walked up next to you and just, you know, went inside your purse? Is that what they did? No, because you're a millennial and you probably had the phone in your hand while using the taxi. And then when you put it down to pay the taxi driver, this is my assumption. You forgot the phone. That's your fault. It turned out to be that's what happened. But you Karens are tripping thinking black folks are doing you wrong just by being here. Well, that's not true. We got here just like you did. If you're talking hundreds of years ago when the slaves were brought here from Africa, I'll get into that some other time. But you think that we're all just now got here from Africa and we ain't supposed to be here? Or from another country? Because our skin's a different color? So you think we ain't supposed to be here and we still it worth thieves and all this stuff. So it had to have been you. Well, first of all, this son, this father and his son, they obviously are doing pretty well if they're in a nice big hotel staying there paying big price. You know, they're not, you know, he got an Apple iPhone too, just like the bitch lost. Well, so what? You think black people can't get that phone? Are you really tripping like that, you Karens? My God, chill the fuck out. 
It's insane. Deep, deep racism. Let's move on to another Karen. This particular Karen was walking by a police station. First, the black lady's walking by a police station, and then another white lady's walking by. I guess the black lady had come from that direction, and the white lady's going towards the police station. So she sees the black lady in her neighborhood, was shocked the fuck at her, obviously. She said, what are you doing here? I believe this was a spring this year. She said, what are you doing here? And the lady's like, well, I, I live here, you know, and I got to, uh, I, I can be here. Well, she said, you can't be here. She says, yes, I can. <laughs> so the lady kept freaking out to me. You can't be here. You have to leave. You got to get out of here. You're not supposed to be here. Wow. Really? So the lady, this, the black lady pulls out her phone. And she starts it up, and she starts recording the lady, audio and visual. So as, as slowly they start walking back towards the police station, the black lady said, well, I'm right here. I might as well go in there and make a report about this idiot bitch right here, this Karen bitch, quote, unquote. So anyway, they go up in there. The lady's still saying, you know, you can't, no. You know, you can't be here. You got to go. Please, you got to go. You can't be here. So then they go inside the police station. And uh, they're up at the little counter. You know, we got the glass window and the little the little uh, arm rest thing, you know. So she starts to go to the counter and the sister's still recording her. The black lady is recording her. So she starts freaking out. Talking about she need to talk to somebody. Why are these people here not supposed to be here? And then she falls all down on the counter. Her, her arms... You know, her head, her arms stretched out, fall out there acting a fool. And she says, she's, I need to make a complaint against this lady because she's not supposed to be here because she's black. Well, the officers start laughing. They got coffee. This is in the morning, like 9 or 10 or something. And, you know, here, and here comes this, this white racist Karen bitch telling her sister, you can't be here. Why are you here? It freaked the white lady out. The Karen is all fucked up in the brain. Because she saw a black woman in her neighborhood near the police station. She's like, well, what, what are you doing here? So anyway, they go through all that. They laugh her off. It becomes nothing. I don't really know what became of this lady. I believe she was reported and a report was filed against her. Um, that's, what, that's, uh, that's a couple of Karens. That's a few that just flipped the fuck out. Okay, there, there's more of them, but why are you doing this? Let's, let's, let me see if I can break this down. You think because they're brown or black, you know, skins look different, darker brown or tan or whatever, they're not you. They're not supposed to be here in this suburbia neighborhood. Well, don't forget, there's some black people that got money too. You know, then they might be a cousin or a sister or, you know, a mother of an of a NBA, NFL, MLB star or soccer or anything. You don't know who she is. So you just walk up there and you start telling her, you're not supposed to be here. And you're freaking out because you're so deeply racist on the inside. You turn upside down. 
It's a damn shame for crying out loud, you caring bitches. Get it together. Everybody could be in this world, not just white people, not just white bitches. It's for everybody. And it doesn't matter where they go. They can't be there just like you. You don't have no rights over, you have no control over who can come and go into your neighborhood. So you need to stop tripping really hard. And I just recently saw one on TikTok, I believe. Well, I'm still trying to understand that because it looks like the lady went in the store and uh, it looked like a, you know, it looked like a lingerie store. Let's put it that way. And it looked like she went in there and she was trying stuff on. And she put one on up under her, her uh, whatever shirt or top she had on, halter top. Well, it was a sister working in the store. And she goes up, you know, and they're talking and everything. And I guess the sister knew she stole it. So she just snatched it off her breast. And the lady pulled her, put her hands up there to her breast and said, oh my, ah, she thought, ah, 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 she fell on the floor on her back and shit, she's freaking out. Well, it turns out you stole the bra, bitch, because a black woman's working there, she probably owned the store, but you stole the bra and you start freaking out. That's a Karen also. When you start honking at people and cussing them out when you drive by, you see black people walking, you know, you be drinking or you're just racist. You know where you're fucking at. You're in a city full of black folks. So why would you trip like that and ask them, why are you here? Well, that's because they can be here. They have the same rights as you, bitch. You got it all fucked up. You know, so you guys need to stop tripping, man, so hard. You know, you don't like the sisters because they're looking better than you now or something. I don't know what the deal is. But there's a lot of mixed people in this world. And you need to get it together. And you need to deal with it. You know, you got Mexicans and all kind of people that not from our country, come into our country. And guess what? America's made out of all kind of people, not just white folks. India's was here first. If you really want to go deep, you stole the land from them. You got them drunk, you know, and then you just overran them. Bring that alcohol up in there. You know, you just overran them. And that's the men. That's not the Karens. But there were some white women involved in that shit, too. And, you know, you stole the land. Now you give back to them years, hundreds of years later. Hundreds of years. Say, hey, you can have casino. You can make billions of dollars. You know, you could, your tax level ain't going to be the same, you know, if at all. But you got casinos. You can, oh, go ahead, open them up. We'll help you build them. We'll give you the money to build these casinos so you guys can get some money back for this land that we stole from you. But America's still thriving and still moving forward whether they stole the land or not. So the, so the, rep, uh, the replication for the natives was the casino. 
lot of them get paid through federal, you know, because they're native blood and whatnot. You know, and I'm black and native. Choctaw Cherokee and African American. And I am trying to find out how to get my native blood involved into into the native uh, society. I could be compensated. You know, I, I could be maybe a little more respected. Maybe not. I'm not a drunk because I don't drink. You know, so it ain't got nothing to do with that. But what we need to do, we need to realize there are racist people all over the place. Trump, how they tried to cool the White House by Trump. You know, it all started with Trump. This Karen shit and all this bullshit. He's like, well, we got to get him out of here. You know, we got we to gotta build a wall and we got to keep the brown ones out. And then we'll work on getting rid of the darker brown ones later. But right now, we got to keep the light brown ones up out of here, the Mexicans. So now you're creating hate and divide in our country, Mr. T-U-R-M-P fuck. You are really, people got lips suction cup to your ass. That's why the Karen started. There's, they believe every fucking racist word you say. They're so stuck. They turn into Karens, nigga. I mean, come on now. You created this monster, and now you want to get back in and blame other people for your mistakes? How could you? How dare you blame other people for your fucked up antics? Drink bleach. Go raid the White House. Make Pence say that the that the, uh, that the uh, voting was co- incorrect, that it was wrong, that he was wrong. You want Pence, the vice president, to go tell the government that shit? That ain't even true. You are a fucked up son of a bitch, and you created this caring shit, and we don't want you to get back in nowhere to fuck shit up even more. I mean, how dare you walk down the street and see a black person, you Karens, and tell, ask him or her, what the fuck are you doing here? What, do you think we just fell out the sky somewhere? Bitch, we've been going to school with you, living right by you, in a grocery store standing in line with you. What's the fucking problem? You can't stand us? Why can't you, because you know where this comes from? This deep kind of racism shit? Comes from the parents. A kid is not born with a bad heart. Rule number one. The kid is born with a good heart. All you have to do is teach him the right way and he'll be okay. But if you teach the kid hate, he or she, she's going to grow up to be a Karen. Because your parents been telling you they're no good. They're lower class than us. You know, they've been telling you all that they're just, they're just football players. They're just basketball players. They're, they're athletes. They make millions of dollars. I don't like them. Well, why don't you like them? Don't you pay and buy tickets to go watch their games and shit for your city? Don't you watch them? Win the Super Bowl, win the World Series, win the NBA Championship. Ain't you happy for them? 
But when you see one in person, boy, you freak, you can't handle it. It just blows your fucking mind. You just start wick-whacking and shit all over the place. You're wigging. You are wigging out about this caring shit. You need to stop. Go get some help. Your parents are to blame your grandparents too. Great-grandparents, yes, them too. They're to blame four generations later for the way you fucking are right now. Now look, we could go around as black women, our black women could go around and say, what the fuck are you doing here? They could do that to a white woman too. And you know what? A white woman's going to be scared. And she's going to call the police and say this sister is a fucking assaulting her. You could be 10 or 15 feet away. And you say a black person is assaulting you. A motherfucking joke. Motherfucking liars and deep racist motherfuckers. But you've been, tra- you've been trained to be this way. <coughs> Excuse me. You've been trained to think this way. Your parents brain- brainwashed you, pumped it into your brain every fucking day about black people. So when you get to be a, t- a, t- a, a you know, grown, 21 or above or 19, you start tripping real hard when you see black people. You're like, what the, f- there's millions of hundreds of millions of us, where the fuck do you think we came from? Do you think we just fell out the sky? Or were we born in hospitals just like you, bitch? Yeah, we weren't, we weren't born on the street. We weren't born, just dro- dropped from the sky, come here on an alien ship. Did you ever go to school and read about that kind of shit? How we got here and how it happened? Did you read about? Do you know anything? What's your education level? See, that's what sparks me about the Karens. What the fuck is your education level? Very low, huh? Lower than dirt on the ground to talk to another human being like such. That's really foul. You need to get it together and worry about your husband having sex with another bitch and your kids being racist. You need to go home. You need to fix that shit. Because not just you, everybody you live with in your household, be a family, your husband, your kids, your mom, your dad, your whole way of thinking is really f- souring how you look, how you feel, and who you are. It sours you. It makes you look like a devil. You need to fix that. We can see, as black folks, we see the horns sticking out your heads. Trump could never cover up the horns sticking out his head with that toupee on his head, toupee. Well, he could never cover the horns. I saw him. Every fucking time he's on TV, I saw horns sticking out of his head. Just like you see when a Karen walks up on you, she got horns too. Sticking out of her skull. That is fucked up. That you guys turn into the devil. You're already going to hell for being such a racist. So now you turn into the devil. You are the devils right here on earth. You're one set of the devils that a lot of our sisters, black people have to deal with because you're so deeply racist, you was taught that way. You weren't born that way. 
Your parents taught you that way. That's why you're fucked up right now. The bird watcher bitch. The telephone bitch. You know, the bitch walking down the street by the police station. And you all, you know, what is the problem? We're not going any fucking where. We're here forever, whether you like it or not. And when you go to the party gates, when your day is over, your final day, and you go up to heaven, or you go to the party gates to try to get into heaven, what the fuck do you think God's going to say to you? Then you going to push the button? He's going to ask you, why should I let you in heaven because you're a racist? He's going to hit the button. You're going to drop right to the bottom. You're not going up there like that. Are you Catholics raping these kids and shit? You know, white people. You know, you, you, you need to bring black people into your schools. Try to turn them into Catholics and shit. But you've been raping kids and teens. You've been raping kids for 50 years. You know, and I don't want to change this subject about the Karens. But all this shit comes to light. That Karen shit that she was doing, you brought all this racism right up to the fucking top of the fucking pool of the table, and it's on the table and people are tripping about it. You need to check yourselves. You need to go see a doctor or something. Because every time you see a person of darker skin color, you are going to freak out, ask how they got here. You just totally lost your mind and don't know how this whole thing started. Where do you, I think y'all Karens fell out the fucking sky. Because I ain't never met bitches like that. I never met another human being ask me, what the fuck am I doing here? What do you mean, here in the United States or right here on this street? What are you talking about? I have a right to be here just as much as you do. So you need to get it together. You need to stop flipping the fuck out in stores and hotels and parks and shit. You're telling on the black man, the lady about the bird watching guy. You telling on him. And your fucking dog ain't even on a leash. Ain't that illegal? Isn't your dog supposed to be on a leash while you're sitting there calling the black, telling the police the black man's assaulting you? He's about two bodies away from you, lengthwise. He is not fucking with you. But you got a nerve to call the police and tell the local police that a black man is assaulting you. So now you're putting the black man on blast for no reason. So now the police, you know, just because there's a racist cop, this is what happened. He runs around and he's pissed off that he heard on the air, on the radio, that a black man is assaulting a white woman. So now he's going to look for a black man that they call niggas. And they're going to look for him and they're going to fuck him around. Because supposedly a black bird watcher man assaulted a white woman in the park with her dog. First of all, do you think that dog that belongs to her is going to let that black man attack her? No. They're, they're pretty loyal. They're not going to let you do that. They're going to grab his pants or bite him or something. They're not going to let you do that. But of course, when she was on the phone, the cops didn't know that she had the dog and holding the collar 
and the dog was not on a leash. She didn't, the cop didn't know she had a dog. She said nothing about this. She said a black man assaulted me. But all he was simply doing is watching birds. You know, probably kind of a nerdish black man. You know, watching birds, but, you know, that that's his thing. He can do that wherever the fuck you want to go. It doesn't have signs that say no blacks allowed. You know, white folks drink from this fountain, black folks drink. Look, that's insane already. And here we go with the Karen shit. You know, I don't know how many more of you have had incidents with Karens, but it's really ridiculous. It's really low down to you white women to act like this towards black women. Black women don't go around asking y'all what the fuck you doing in our neighborhood? Why you taking our houses? Why you moving in? We don't do that. What the fuck gives you the right to do that? You have no right to act a fool. Okay? You have no right to be a Karen. You have no right to walk around and embarrass people and cuss them out and blame them because they're a different color of skin than you. You have no right, you fucking Karens. You have no right. And you need to get it correct, which is called right. You need to get that correct because you're really fucked up. And I think you're really, really mentally fucked up because your parents and grandparents did this to you. They blamed them. They told you all this shit and you believe all this shit. Well, that's a goddamn shame because it ain't even true. It's like... How many millions of grandparents and parents have lied to their kids about black people? Now they grew up to be a Karen. My God, when is it going to stop? When are we all just, this is a melting pot. This ain't a white and black thing. This fucking America and this world, it's a melting pot. Everybody's melting in with all their colors right now. Everybody's thrown into the pot. And they all melt. So what kind of color do you get when they all melt together? Explain that to me. Stop. Think about it. You mix them all together, what color do you get? I'm giving you a few seconds to think about that. Put that in your brain wash it around. Don't make no goddamn sense for you to walk up to another human being and say, what are you doing here? It's not an alien. It's not a robot. So please, racism needs to go. Karens need to be sat down and smacked in the face a whole bunch of times back to reality because what we're talking about today is reality of racism basically about the Karens. When I go deeper in racism next week, it'll be a two-parter. But now, today, we just talk about the Karens because this is the kind of shit that needs to stop. And it needs to stop now and let people live. Some of them black folks help you and, you know, they help you. So quit fucking pissing on them. And let's get along and quit having Karens in the fucking world we don't need them. We got kids growing up and they see you do that to their mom, black kids. They are 
you are fucking the whole generation of kids up. You need to get together, Karen. Stop doing it, and get the fuck out or get the get some help. It's crying out loud. It's a damn shame. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Truth and Reality, Not for Kids, in parentheses. My name is R. Keith Langston, and I am your podcaster. Had a rough ending of season two. Today, November 1st, is the beginning of season three. And boy... I just sent a lot of you that casino addiction uh, because I know some of you are in there like that. Okay? You don't tell people. You just go do it. You win sometimes. You lose sometimes. But I'm not talking about that today. This is my first day back. Episode 1. And... You know, I could say, oh, what's going on? Uh, What the topic should be? Uh, How about, are we changing? How about that as being the title? Are we changing? Are we getting better? Or are we getting worse? I'd like to hear from y'all. Tell me, are we getting better? Oh, are we getting worse? You know, you got Israel battling Hamas. You know, just blowing up uh, all that shit over there. Yeah, that's really going. And not to forget, Putin's dumb fuck ass is still fighting Ukraine. And nobody knows who's winning. Okay? They don't even talk about it anymore on the news or nothing. A recent bomb here and there, you know, to this side, to that side. Oh, we got Russia backed up. Oh, we're depending on America to give us all those weapons so that we can continue our fight. Well, you're pushing up on two years with that shit. A war... That makes no sense. You know, you got a lot of shit going on that makes no sense. Hamas, those motherfuckers built a tunnel 150 miles underneath every hospital in Israel they were building, they were digging. And they were getting there with that. And they got that. And then they came in after so many years of silence. They came in and started bombing Israel. Well, you shouldn't have done that. Because not only Americans were involved. A lot of uh, 1,400 people died on that one particular day. October 7th, 2023. 
It's stupid and nasty and all fucked up. You know, it's really like that. And, you know, the Bible, it says, you know, you remember the group Earth, One, and Fire? Well, if you look now at the world, it's a lot of Earth, Wind, and fire going on. Okay? The wars. You know that's part of the fire. You know it causes a lot of shit. Bombings. It's all that shit going on. So. In the end. Every country. Is going to be fighting each other. Okay? Uh, I could go deep into the Bible stuff talk and tell you how it got all fucked up like this, but I'm not going to waste your time. It's not wasting your time. If you want it, you go read it, okay? Because it's there for you. But if you don't, you're scared to pick up the Bible, some of the shit you might be doing, uh, well, that's not good. You should always... Not be scared to pick up the Bible. Okay? Maybe it'll set your life back on track. Maybe it's a little off. Maybe there's some funny shit going on. Some dumb shit. Some stupid shit. So I don't understand this shit. Maybe the Bible will help you understand that shit and get you on the right track with that shit. It's, uh... Like I said, this is episode one, and I know a lot of you are happy to hear that I'm back. Okay, now this is the first of another season of episodes. This is number one. I'm going to do it twice a week. You're going to hear me. not going to burn myself out. You will hear my episodes on Truth and Reality, not for kids. Two times a week. Okay, now I just picked today to start because it was November 1st. We're right in the middle of the fall. The weather's doing whatever it do. Okay, it's uh, snow some places, a little shocking. It's, uh, you know, might have been some, a lot of rain, flooding. You know, you got out the summer, is burning up the forest and shit. So we're out of that. And now we're into the wet shit uh, and the colder shit. And, and, you know, when I think, also I have to bring the homeless people up. Because when you're sitting out there in your fucking tent and you get this feeling like, is it better to be inside or is it better to be out here smoking this dope? Well, your brain's so addicted. You're going to say, yeah, I like it out here. I can smoke my dope, but people can't tell me to stop. People don't need to tell you to stop. You need to tell yourself to stop. And get the fuck up out that tent when it's 30 degrees outside. And get yourself into a house. So no, it's not better to be in a tent than it is in a house ever. Never, ever a tent over a house. 
Okay? I don't understand that shit. I don't know why they want to do that shit. But it's really fucked up that we allow that shit. And no, it's got to be another way. You're scared to put your finger on it. For whatever reason. But it's not smart. It's not good for humanity to see. People getting shot still. You know, uh, it's really... Yeah, it's less murders this year in the, in this city I'm in Tacoma. You know, not even saying nothing about Seattle yet. But there was 36 at this time last year. This year there's 25. So it doesn't mean it went down. It could still happen 10 more this month or next month and break that. You know, we don't need to go up on murders. Okay? We don't need to be killing people. We don't need to be acting mean mugging towards each other. What we need to do is we need to nod our heads and say hi or something. What's up? Not mean mug another person because you think you're the shit because you got a gun in your pocket. Well, that's not the right way of thinking. It's very unclassy, very stupefied, very dumb, and very asinine to do such a thing. Okay? You got to pick up your abilities that you were born with, and your mom and dad never taught you how to live in a tent. Instead of the house. So where are you getting that from? Your super, super fly drugs you got. Fentanyl. You know, cocaine. You know, I don't know what else. Uh, there's some other kind of pills, some new shit. Yeah, uh, you know, psychedelic mushrooms. All this shit. Are you really supposed to have some of that shit? Or are you just supposed to eat natural food? I mean, come on, man. I mean, yeah, we eat chickens. Yeah, we eat a lot of chickens in this country. All over the world. It's part of your food. We eat a lot of cows. Yes, we do. We eat a lot of beef. And shit like that. There's still, I don't eat pork for years now. But there's still people out there eating pork and shit like that. You know, it makes a meal. You know, it can make some good meals. You know, I still like my mom, way she made them oxtails. Boy, a lot of people out there saying from these other countries, what the fuck? An oxtail? I know what an ox is. But you guys eat oxtails? Yes, sir, we have eaten, black people have eaten oxtails in soul food, if you be, if you want to call it that. Um, there's other countries that got food like ours or worse, and they call it their uh, uh, special food. You know, it's a great food, it's expensive food, and it don't mean shit to Americans. 
but other countries got shit that does mean poi. You know, natives ate poi and all kind of... Look, man, there's all kind of food. There's some that's good and there's some that's bad. But in order to live, you have got to eat food. And I don't give a damn what it is. Fish, don't leave out fish because we love fish. You know, yeah, it's out there. It's out there. Hamburgers every day, pizza good, all kind of shit. Yeah, but you should be eating real food, not just doing drugs for food. You're not going to live very long doing it, okay? Yeah, I don't, I have to tell everybody that, but there are a few idiots here and there that do listen to my podcast, and they do understand what I'm saying, but really, I don't really have no idiots listening to my podcast. If they did, I didn't send it to them. Somebody else let them hear it, okay? So, I'm saying what it is I got to say. Are we better? Are we getting worse or are we getting better? Okay? Who are we? Where did you come from? Where are you supposed to be? Who are you? Do you know who you are? Do you know where you came from? Or are you just somebody that don't give a fuck about that? Maybe you are. Maybe I care about it. Maybe I don't. But I ain't getting to be. I'm at 62 pushing 63 real hard. So, you know, it's like I'm telling it like it is. I'm not lying to you about nothing. I'm saying what's really going on. And what's going on in the world. I used that title already. So I'll say, are we better? Are we any better? Who are we? Okay, it's one of those titles I'm going to use for my title. And who are we? Who are you? That's my title. I'm really sinking it in right now. But you need to know who you are. And where you came from. And don't ever forget it. Okay? That's what you all need to know. Okay? We we have we live off of that. Okay? We become who we are off of knowing where we came from and who we are. Okay? Why are you here? What are you supposed to be doing? Well, a lot of us ain't doing what we're supposed to be doing or should be doing either because we can't or because we don't want to, okay? But it's still always going to come around in life where something slaps you in the face and you'd find out, oh, that's who I am, oh, That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, that's where I'm supposed to be going. Well, if you haven't been slapped like that yet, get ready because it's going to come. 
and you're going to get slapped upside the head and the face harder than you ever have before. Okay? You got to get ready. If you already have been, then you'd be talking like me. Because I have been slapped the fuck upside the head. Really hard. More than once. And you know who's always been there to catch me before I fall? God has been there every time to catch me before I fell. Okay? If I did fall, he was the one picking me up. Because I allowed it. I let him. I didn't run from him. I welcomed him. You see? You got to think that way to get to the right place. If you don't, then you'll stay where you're at. Okay? And, and that's it. You won't move. You'll still be doing the same thing forever. 20, 30 years, and then you retire. Okay, that's it. All right. Well, that's really, is that really it? Is that really all you're supposed to do? Work for that company for 25, 30 years and then retire? Is that really all you're supposed to have done? Didn't you have other things during your life to, that you did or were supposed to do? I'm starting to realize that right now. Okay. Because these years go by pretty fast. And before I know it, I'll be 65, then pushing 70. Yeah, it goes like that. And once you get stuff in your brain that's correct like that, then you start thinking like that. And then we start doing like that. But if you ain't thinking like that, then you ain't never gonna do like that. See, there gotta be a point. The light bulb or somebody slaps the truth in you, it's coming. If it ain't been there yet, it is coming. I guarantee it. Okay? So, you know, you hope to not get murdered by anybody for going to the store or being in school or in church or whatever the fuck. You know, the protesters from that side of the from that side of the world. They got them here in the United States, both sides of them. They're protesting in every top U.S. city and then some. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They haven't had a fight with guns as far as I know yet, but they hate each other. And they live in the same country now. You know, is that really where you're supposed to be? Uh, are you trying to do something by coming here? Everybody want to come to you, U.S.? What are you supposed to do when you get here? Huh? What about your people? What about you? What are you supposed to do? And who? Are you supposed to be? Think about that sometimes. Really, really think about it. Okay? Because a lot of people I grew up with, maybe a little bit younger than me, maybe a few, there's some older than me, a few, not many. But, you know, 
you're starting to sit there and realize who was I supposed, what am I supposed, am I supposed to be just sitting here with my feet kicked up? Or is there something else I'm supposed to be doing? Well, really, when you think about it, there's always something else you're supposed to be doing. Some people do it. You know, I'm not going to say no names because I got some in my mind that I know who do that. But others of you don't give a fuck. And you don't do it, but you're supposed to do it. Okay, you know you are supposed to do it, but you still don't give a fuck because you never do it. Get it right. Who are you? Where did you come from? Don't forget who you are, where you came from when you find out. And don't forget to try to go where you're supposed to go. Okay? Don't ever lay that down. Don't lay it down. Don't be a clown. Let's get it right. And before I go, I have to give you my list of countries that is really really grown and it's quite big so please hold on a second while I pause well a lot of you remember we have you know I can't even remember them now I have to go down there and pull out the notebook there's 25 26 countries you know and I know that there was Finland and the Netherlands and uh, uh, there, Azerbaijan, uh, some other new countries like that, Korea. Yeah, we got a lot of countries, not to mention all the other big ones. You know, United States, Germany, Australia, uh you know, we got the fucking R word in here. Yeah, we got India, we got Iran, uh, Saudi Arabia. We got all of the big countries. Okay, we got Canada, we got Mexico. We got all these countries. And then some. And I'll get the list ready for you on the next episode. But this is about as far as I'm going to go on every episode. It's about 20 to 25 minutes. And I am done. I'm not going to burn myself out. I'm going to tell you what's going on in the topic. And we're going to move on from there. So again, welcome to Season 3, Episode 1 of Truth and Reality, Not for Kids. And the title is, Who Are You? Where you come from. All right? I'm out. All of y'all, have a good day.